A friend of mine recently told me about Aldi Malibu. She said to me, do you know what's lovely? Aldi Malibu. We both laughed because, you know, that's mad, but she was serious. She said it was a lovely drink and she even made a cake with it. And I said, brilliant, you know, that's that's brilliant. And I didn't mean it because to me it sounded horrible. I mean, Malibu is horrible, so surely Aldi Malibu is going to be even worse. I told her that I was really looking forward to buying a bottle, but I was lying. There was no way I was ever going to buy a bottle of Aldi Malibu. Not going to happen. But then, I couldn't stop thinking about Aldi Malibu for a week. Could not get it off my mind. I mean, she's a very intelligent person, so... I mean, why would she drink Aldi Malibu? She's not an Aldi Malibu person at all, not in the slightest. If anything, she's the opposite of an Aldi Malibu person. If you met her, you'd think that immediately. You'd think, there's no way that person would ever touch Aldi Malibu. And if she was in your house, and she asked for a drink, and all you had was Aldi Malibu, you'd just tell her you had nothing in and take her out to a nice bar somewhere. You would never know that she liked Aldi Malibu. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I went out and I bought a bottle. I wasn't just walking past an Aldi and thinking, oh, do you know what would be funny? Buying a bottle of Aldi Malibu. No, I didn't even know where an Aldi was. I had to look one up, find it and go there, especially for no other reason than to buy a bottle of Aldi Malibu. I made a special trip. I went out, especially bought a bottle of Aldi Malibu and brought it back. And you know what? It was nice. But that's not really what this is about. This is about last night. I bumped into a guy called Germain. I don't know him at all, but we got on pretty much immediately, which, as anyone who knows me will tell you, is pretty much unheard of. It never happens. But Germain just seemed one of those positive people that, I don't know, you just get swept up in their positivity. We were just having a brilliant time. I couldn't tell you if we had anything in common because it, it sort of wasn't about that. It was just two people meeting at the right time at the right place, I suppose. Honestly, we, we just clicked. I'm normally straight out the door when it comes to talking with a stranger, but Jermaine... Jermaine isn't like that. He put me at my ease. In no time at all, I was having a laugh and I liked him. Then he said something a bit weird. He said... We don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time. See, I didn't respond at first because it was just such a bizarre thing to say. Not not bizarre, not bizarre, but inappropriate. I mean, in as much as us taking our clothes off had never been mentioned, it just wasn't on the cards at all. I felt completely awkward now and felt like leaving, but Jermaine clocked that I'd taken things all wrong. He said... You know, we can dance and party all night. Fuck, you know, I felt terrible. Why'd I just left at that stupid conclusion, I thought. Jermaine's a nice guy. When he said, we don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time, he meant that guys like us don't have to go around chasing women and being dicks just to justify ourselves. You can have a good time without using someone. You can hang out with your mates and, like Jermaine said... Dance and party all night. And I like that. I like that a lot. You can have a good time by having a giggle with your friends. I suppose that might sound a bit innocent to some people, but 
I genuinely took to what Jermaine had to say. I don't know why I'd been so weird before, even homophobic to be honest. Stupid. Especially as I don't have a problem dancing with a man. It's just dancing, isn't it? It's just having fun. I get what he meant about taking clothes off now, you know. He didn't mean us together. He just fancied a dance, and I'd gladly dance with him. He's a friend, and it's a laugh. We can dance and party all night. And he was right. And then he said, and drink some cherry wine. I looked at him for a second too long before I realised I was staring. Yeah, I said. We could drink some, um, some cherry wine. I'll be honest with you, I've never heard of cherry wine. And to me, it sounds disgusting. It sounds like the name of a wine someone would give to their own homebrew wine when it had gone wrong. But he said it was lovely and I said, brilliant, that's brilliant. But I didn't mean it. Well, not at first. You see, I started thinking about Aldi Malibu. When I first heard about Aldi Malibu, I was nearly sick in my own mouth. But when I tried it, it was fine. It was nice. Maybe maybe this is all happening again. I never would have drunk Aldi Malibu before, but I listened to a friend and just decided to be a bit more open-minded, a bit more adventurous. And you know what? It paid off. Despite one tiny second of weirdness, and probably on my part, my night with Jermaine was going great, so why fuck it up by saying no to some cherry wine? If Jermaine likes it, I should at least give it a go. It's my round, I said. Some cherry wines, yeah? Jermaine agreed, and I went off to the bar. The barman asked what the fuck I was talking about. I mean, I'd said some cherry wine to him four times now. I didn't know any other way of ordering it. He said he never heard of it, and said it sounded rank, so I suggested to Jermaine that we just got a couple more pints, but he was determined that we got some cherry wine. Right, well, I thought we'd best go to the bar around the corner. Or we could go back to mine. I have a bottle there he said, but I just couldn't let Germain down. He'd been kind enough to me to want to share some cherry wine with me, so I was determined to find someone at a bar nearby and not ruin his night. Or I have a bottle at mine, he said again. That's Germain, a lovely, kind man. But some cherry wine had become my responsibility. I had to find some and share in this bit of Germain's life by not ruining the night and just ending up going back to his. Every pub we went to just laughed in my face. What the fuck is cherry fucking wine, they said. Of course, I I didn't know. It was Jermaine's thing. That's what he wanted to share with me. He'd sat through my stories of living in Lewisham and photos of my dog and me telling him that I used to know Jimmy Carr. All those things I shared with him and the one thing in his life that he wanted me to experience, the one thing was some cherry wine. I couldn't even do that for him. After being laughed at by bar staff time and time again, I just gave up. I faced Jermaine and apologised. This had been a great night and although I find it hard to make friends, I genuinely felt that I had made one tonight. The only thing that would have made it perfect is for the two of us great mates, good lads, to sit down and banter over a couple of glasses of some cherry wine. I tried. I failed. There's always the bottle in my house, he said. I felt like a prized cunt walking to Jermaine's flat. I'm sure there are loads of places that sell some cherry wine, but because I never try anything new, I wouldn't even know where to start looking for it. 
He told me not to worry. Well, he would, wouldn't he? When we got to his, he immediately got a bottle out and poured two glasses. Some cherry wine, he said. "Uh Uh-huh. I raised my glass to him and reminded him again of what a great night it had been. And when I said cheers, what I really meant was, thank you. Then I smiled and took a sip of some cherry wine. It was fucking disgusting. Like sugary sick or lighter fluid with a blackjack in it. Absolutely fucking horrible. Like the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth. I thought I was going to spit it out immediately, but as soon as I saw Germaine's smiling face, I swallowed some cherry wine and said, Delicious! He was so happy I liked it. So happy that I instantly became horribly obliged to take another sip. If anything, tasted even worse. Like someone had put a barocca in their piss and given it to me a month later. And when Germaine told me he'd been keeping the bottle for a special occasion, just like this one, I took another sip, holding back my vomit. And another sip, and another sip, and another horrible sip. Each sip worse than the last. Like I'd just drunk some semen-flavoured Vimto, and the only thing I had to wash it down with was blue tack. I took the last sip, and put the glass down. When Germaine picked up the bottle again, I put my hand over the empty glass. What's this? said Germaine. I just said, no. What do you mean, no? he said, looking sad. I was nervous. I was. But I thought, we were friends enough that I could just say I didn't like it. I didn't like some cherry wine. Actually, I don't know if we were friends or not. Maybe I could just laugh and say, just the one glass for me, too much of a good thing and all that. He'd never listen to that. That's not how Germaine and I were. All night we'd been drinking and laughing and sharing. Stopping now would just seem weird. I just looked at him silently, lost for words. Like I always am around new people. Germaine sighed and put the bottle down. He looked at me. His eyes told me that everything was okay. We just looked at each other for well over a minute. Silent. Staring. Not uncomfortable, but not good. Then Germaine laughed and slapped my arm. It's only eleven, he said. Yeah, it was just eleven, not that late. Late enough. Not sure I can dance and party all night now, though, I half laughed. No, said Germaine, that time's gone now. Dancing, partying, all night, no. Not now. But there is the other option. I waited for him to finish, but instead he just looked at me, as if it was up to me to suggest something, as if it was up to me to say where the night would go, as if it was up to me to make the next move. I got nervous. Eventually, I spoke. Other option, Germaine? Yes, he said. You know, the other option. After a pause, I replied... I don't know the other option. I mean, it's only 11. There are loads of options. You do know, said Germain, his voice now stronger, yet his eyes now not falling on me. We spoke of it earlier. I was baffled. Is it watching Evil Dead? No, Michael, not watching the Evil Dead. The other option. My mouth tried to make words, but my brain refused him. What other option? What did Germaine mean? If it was too late to dance and party all night, 
and I didn't want any more cherry wine. What was there? Finally, he spoke and put me out and in of my misery. Take our clothes off, Sir Germain. I laughed nervously, and Germain repeated, Take our clothes off. How had we got ourselves here? For the first time in my life, I decided that I needed to get out there and try new things. But but not this, not this, never this. It all started with wondering why my friend likes Aldi Malibu and it ended up here in a grotty one-bedroom flat with a middle-aged man saying we should get naked. I, I liked Jermaine and maybe he thought this was the normal end of a normal night for him but it wasn't what I wanted. It's gone too far. I looked him in the eye and I said no. I understand, said Jermaine. Anyway, there's always some cherry wine. I took my shoes off. I didn't want to, but the idea of another glass of sugar sick was too much to bear. I lifted my jumper over my head and then took my hat off. It was an awkward order, but I was nervous and not thinking. Jermaine smiled as he undressed. Somehow, his stare and his smile made it easier to look at his naked cock than look him in the eye. Soon, I was completely without clothes. Jermaine looked so happy. The two of us just feet apart, him staring at my body, me not knowing where to look. I waited for him to make his move. My mind completely understood what was to come. I waited. I waited because he made me wait. Waiting while he stared. Waiting and waiting. Waiting for what seemed like 15 minutes because it was 15 minutes. So, now what, I said. Nothing, Jermaine replied. Just this. What, just this? Yes, said Jermaine. Just this. This is nice. A minute of silence went by. Seriously, just this? Yes, said Jermaine. Us just standing here with our clothes off, that's it. Yes, I like this. But, but we're not doing anything. And you still have your socks on. I could take them off. I don't care. This is just stupid. We're just two men standing together completely naked. Well, one of us is completely naked in a room doing fuck all. I'm having a good time. Uh Uh-huh. It's pathetic. You haven't even taken a sip of some cherry wine. No. I just poured that glass to make you think I'd drink it. I hate the stuff. Right. Fuck you. Goodbye. I lifted Jermaine's glass and threw some cherry wine in his face. It burnt through his eyes and he screamed while I got dressed and left. And that's what I get for trying something new, for trusting people. The next day I got a DM from a friend saying, Did Jermaine try any of his shit on you last night? Apparently he's been doing this since the 80s. He gives people cherry wine and it's so disgusting that he reckons people will just take their clothes off in front of him rather than have a second glass. And I'm apparently the first person ever to fall for it. Ever. Jermaine... If you're listening to this, you're a sick cunt. Get some help because you fucking need it. And Kate, my lovely friend Kate, can I just say thank you. Thank you. You are a true friend. You wanted me to try something new and you did it for no other reason than you thought I'd like it. You wanted me to try something new and I'm so, so grateful for that and your friendship. You said Aldi Malibu was lovely and so I listened to my friend and I give it a go. And you were right. 
This podcast was brought to you by Aldi. Go to aldi.com to find out more about Aldi Malibu and other fine products at low, low prices. Aldi. Spend a little. Live a lot.